Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Plants and Rants podcast. This is your host, Johnny Vines. On today's episode, identifying yourself as a plant, I'm going to be talking about ways to connect with plants and how to look for signs that they may need care. But before I get into that, I want to give a special shout out to Carrie, Jesse, Mimi, Denise, Emily, Taylor, Zach, and so many other people who have really supported me this past week when I announced my collaboration with One Tree Planted. It's a worldwide organization that I teamed up with to help combat the wildfires in California. And for every Apple podcast review I get from now until Earth Day, which is April 22nd, 2021, we will be planting a tree in California to help sustainability and to help wildlife and residential safety when it comes to the wildfires in California. So if you'd like a tree planted in your name in California, all you have to do is leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast, and I will plant a tree in your honor in California. Plant care can come off as intimidating to some people because of their lack of knowledge, but the easiest way that I care for most of my plants is that I kind of just treat them like humans. Plant care and self-care actually go hand in hand. The most important thing of taking care of yourself or taking care of a plant is just knowing your needs and identifying with them. For instance, we all have different love languages, different hobbies, different things that make us laugh and smile, and it's the same for plants. And And it's just a matter of realizing what makes them happy or comfortable and that will make them thrive and it's the same thing for humans the best way i can describe how these correlate with each other is just using myself as an example this may come as a surprise to some of y'all but one of my favorite plants is the pothos marble queen aka vines devil's ivy it has a bunch of different names and the reason why vines are my favorite plant is just because I feel like if I was a plant, I would literally be a vine. And that's for a, f- a couple reasons. For one, vines are very adaptable. They can be in direct sunlight hanging from a window, or they can kind of be in a shadier spot with low light. And regardless of where they are, they can adjust and pivot to their surroundings. And I feel like that is a reflection of my personality and just how I'm very able to kind of be a chameleon. With that, it's easy for vines to communicate if they're getting too much sunlight or too little sunlight. And that would be in the case of yellow spots in the middle of leaves. Um, That just means that the sun is kind of burning the leaves. It has too much sunlight. And if you think about it as a human, when you're exposed to too much sunlight, you kind of get sunburned or we may get a rash. And most plants do the same thing where they will indicate or have signs that they are being exposed to too much sunlight. So it's just a matter of picking up and knowing the signs for the Pacific plant. Uh, For vines, it's very easy to clot. And it's the same sense as the leaves are basically the skin of plants. So even if the leaves are too dry, then that's also how you know, like, you know, you need to mist the plants or maybe the room is too humid. And, you know, that can be fixed just by like misting the plants daily or every couple days or leaving a window open or having a humidifier to kind of help balance out the air quality in the room. But it all goes down to just like knowing the signs of too much sun or dry leaves and what you would do as a human to combat that. If you feel like you're getting too much sunlight, you would move into the shade. So you would do the same with your plant. Or if you don't mind the sunlight, but your skin is really dry, 
you would probably put lotion on or sunscreen, and it's the same thing for water or humidifiers for plants. On the other side, if the vine isn't getting enough sun or enough light, then it will kind of droop. Like they're naturally, they naturally stand confident. The stems are strong and sturdy and they stand tall. But when there's a neglect of light in their life, like they kind of start drooping. That's when you can take it as a sign to either move them closer to the window or maybe just change their surroundings a little bit. And I think that this is a direct reflection of my personality. I thrive in the sunlight, daytime, outdoor, warm weather, summer, all that. At sometimes it can be kind of blinding and I can kind of get dried out or burnt out just because you need that balance of sadness or relaxation that may come with like nighttime or a rainy day or a cloudy day. So I think in that aspect, it's good to have a balance. And as for watering, vines are probably the most forgivable when it comes to overwatering or underwatering. And they always communicate in a sense of when they need water or when they don't need water. For instance, um, when they stand tall and perky, like that's when you know they're well watered. They're fine. You don't have to water them. And in the same breath, when they're really droopy and almost lifeless, you can tell they need water. And I feel like that's the same for most humans. When you're energetic and you're well-fed, you have good energy and you're perky, you're confident. And I know that goes for me because I always experiment with diets. I've been plant-based before. I've been on the keto diet. I've done pescatarian. I mean, I pretty much tried every single diet there is. And... I could always tell when I was suffering from malnutrition or I had like low energy just based on my diet. And I would always try to adjust and change it because it would reflect on my how I would present myself. I'd be irritable sometimes or grumpy or on really good diets. I would be amazing. I would be confident, full. And so water and sunlight is basically the food for plants. So when you're neglecting one or you have too much of one, then it can have negative effects. And that's the same sense as, you know, humans with sugar. You know, everyone can drink too much caffeine or sugar and then they go on a sugar crash. And it's the same thing for water, where if you water a plant too much, it can actually go into shock and then kind of shut down to protect its roots. It's not supposed to be exposed to that much water at the time. At the same time, vines are forgivable. If you do forget to water them, it's noticeable and you can easily just water them from... The top or bottom of the pot, have it sit in water for like 20, 30 minutes and it will water itself. It should be good for like a week or two. And that goes the same for me. Like whenever I'm feeling off or like low on energy, I'll just take a day to kind of reset and find myself and do something I like, like a hobby, cycling, hiking, or just like taking care of my plants. Like I'll just like water myself and then that will bring me back to life. Overwatering is actually what kills most houseplants. That's because too much water causes root rot, and then that's pretty much the nervous system of the plant. It's it's just downhill from there. And just think about it as a human. You know, if you give a human too much water or too much food, they're going to get the itis. They're going to crash. Like, it might not be the best for health benefit-wise. There's a lot of food-related health conditions that happen. So it's better to almost underwater than overwater plants. And something to take note of is water quality is important when it comes to plants. Um, I know 
for me, I've seen the best results from rainwater or just like water from like natural springs, rivers, lakes. Plants thrive in that natural water. Tap water is okay for most indoor house plants. Actually, I sh- I'm not going to say that. Um, if you do water your plants with tap water, I would say let it sit out for 24 hours just so it can evaporate any fluoride or anything that your local government may have in the tap water. The tap water in New York City is really elite compared to most of the country, so that was actually good for most of my house plants. But depending on the pH levels of the water, um, and I'll get into that in a different episode, generally speaking, if you are going to water a plant, I would keep just water in the watering can so it can evaporate and get to room temperature because you don't want to water a plant with like ice cold water or hot water. And also a quick side note is that if you do have a dying plant or a plant that needs like extra care, bottled water, especially Fiji water that comes from an area that has a lot of natural minerals and everything in it and it's filtered right, that type of water will actually help your plants a lot more just because it comes directly from a very tropical place and it has minerals from all the rocks and the volcanoes. So if you do have a plant that needs attention, I would definitely recommend just splurging and buying a Fiji bottle and watering it with that. I know it sounds really bougie, but think about a plant just being a human, you know, like you can get the cheap regular tap water, but you know, if everybody could, they would be drinking Fiji water every single day, all day. So it's definitely a treat, especially if a plant is down. Um, It's best to kind of bring it back into nature and give it that access. Also, just because I forgot to mention, um, it is good to rotate your plants just because if you notice when you leave plants in a certain position for too long, they actually start to grow towards the light because that's how they feed. So it's good to just rotate them. Think about like when you're at the beach and you're tanning, you always want to flip over and make sure you get both sides of your body. That will help your plant balance its humidity and just naturally grow straight up versus tilting to the side or like getting hit with like captain hook. So yeah, I wanted to keep this episode short just because I wanted to kind of introduce the conversation of how plants are basically humans. <laughs> I get, that sounds so weird um, saying out loud, but I guess like plants are living mechanisms or li- living beings. So you just have to think of taking care of a plant like as you would a child or a pet. If you just recognize what you would do to take care of yourself and put that onto your plants, you will be a successful plant parent. And, you know, like there's going to be mishaps or there's going to be times where you just don't align with certain plants. Like I know for me, I actually kill succulents. I know that's crazy to admit or to sound because everyone's like succulents are really easy to take care for. Like, how do you kill them? And my biggest issue is that, well, so succulents are cacti so they're prone to desert so they're prone prone to drought and neglect and dehydration and all of that and i think that this is what just goes back to knowing who you are and the type of plant parent you are because for me i love plants so i'm very nurturing i always over care for them you know i give them a lot of attention whether it be like watering or misting 
And when it comes to low-maintenance plants like succulents, I almost give them too much attention, whether it be too much water or I just like always moving them or putting them into too much sunlight or whatever the case may be. And that ends up being their downfall is because like they're very independent. They're like, you know, I got this, chill, leave me here and I'll handle myself. But for me, I'm so nurturing that I've killed succulents just because I take care of them too much and they don't need that. So I think that just goes back to the whole point of this conversation of just knowing the type of plant parent you are and how it reflects the plants that you should get. Like for me, I like vines because they're very flexible to deal with. They're very forgiving. They can adapt in most living situations. So I I could have one by the window. I could have one in the kitchen. I could have one in the living room corner and They'll all grow at different speeds, but they'll all manage to strive. And also, it's a passion of mine, so it's going to be easy for me to notice something is off. For someone who's a new plant parent, they might need something a little bit more low maintenance, or they might not want a commitment of a plant that is high maintenance, like like an orchid or something that has very specific needs. And that's okay. So it's best to match the plant with your personality and also with your parenting skills. Because if you are forgetful or, you know, you're just starting off with plants, I wouldn't get anything high maintenance or anything too picky because some plants are really dramatic. And the second they feel neglected or overwatered or underwatered, they will just start declining and it's a wrap from there. And that's not to discourage anyone. I mean, you can ask any plant person. We all have our pros and cons. My cons are definitely succulents. I don't know. I just can't. It just doesn't click for me to just leave it alone. So in the coming episodes, I'm going to get into more detail about beginner plants and, you know, what my best suggestions are for taking care of them and just taking care of plants in general. But I think my biggest takeaway that I wanted to offer on today's episode is just really knowing yourself and knowing how to take care of yourself and knowing which plants work best for your living situation and your lifestyle. Because not every plant is for every person, and that's totally fine. And if you want a plant you don't need to take care of, I would suggest leaving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and me and One Tree Planted will plant a tree with your name on it in California on Earth Day. Honestly, I feel like I'm going to just rave about this every single episode because I just think it's so dope. I love the idea of owning a plant, quote unquote, somewhere in the world. Like, I think that's really cool. It's really good for the environment. It's sustainable. And I know that it's going to be planted by professionals It's going to help combat the wildfires. It's going to help wildlife. And it's just going to offset a lot of bad things that have been happening to the ecosystem in the world due to heavy manufacturing. So again, if you don't, if you are listening to this and you don't have access to Apple Podcasts, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Johnny Vines with two S's or Plants and Rants Podcast, and just hit my DM and say, hey, I love your podcast. I love a tree planted in my name in California and I got you. Um, I totally understand that like not everyone has an iPhone or access to Apple Podcasts or you have your preferred streaming service, which I'm totally fine with. So yeah, I'm really excited for that. I'm actually already a quarter of the way at my goal, which I was really surprised at. I wanted to plant 500 trees by Earth Day, 
And I'm already at 150 after my first week of announcing it. So I'm almost halfway there. And that's thanks to everyone listening and to everyone who has shared and everyone who has contributed. Thank you guys so much. And thank you again for making it to the end of this episode. I'm really appreciative. And if you have any feedback for me, please don't be shy. I love hearing from you and talking to you about plants or mental health or just exchanging stories. Um, I know I kind of pivoted this episode and I focused more on plants. If that's something you are into, let me know. If you'd like me to talk about more mental health scenarios and storytelling, definitely let me know too. I'm trying to find a balance between them. Any feedback or positive criticism, I will take wholeheartedly. So thank you so much for making it to the end of the episode. This is Johnny Vines. It's time to get out of the woods. <laughs>